This is the University Seventh-day Adventist Church in the sunny Orlando, Florida. We are glad that you are listening to our weekly podcast. Our prayer is that you will be blessed and challenged by our message today, and may God lead you in the next step of your growth in Him. Here is our future sermon. Today is a special day, of course, because you've already seen on the, here at the stage, the pulpit, the the emblems of community, the, of communion for us this morning. And um, I want to just uh, direct your thoughts for a few moments here before we go right into the experience of the origins of humility. You do know, as a Seventh-day Adventist, uh, we are one of the few traditions that still uh, combine the taking of communion, you know, the bread the, and, the, uh, and the wine with this ordinance of humility. And, um, and I always wonder, you know, why is it so important? But as, as I was, especially this week, um, looking through the scripture, as prepared for this, just a few thoughts before we go into this ordinance of humility. It really, it really helped me see that in the context of when Paul speaks about um, the communion, the taking of the bread and the taking of the wine, he makes it um, very important for the people of Corinthia, who was, is the church that he's talking to, that there has to be a preparation and that there's a special heart preparation that goes on into this uh, service. And so um, I believe that that ordinance of humility, and this is one of the reasons why we as a community, as a tradition of the church, we still hold on to that. And I believe that it really sets our, our hearts and minds and the context of our fellowship here this morning and the community of the church, the life of the church, for us to experience uh, communion today in the way that it should be experienced. Um, with that in mind, I just want to read and, and look, in the, same, uh, in the same chapter that was read, Oliver uh, Edwards, Dr. Uh, Edwards read about Jesus and his disciples just want to read it. When Jesus instituted, and of course all the Gospels talk about the institution, how Jesus came about that he, he told them that now from now on they needed to practice this. But in chapter 22 of Luke, he says uh, in verse 19 and 20, just a little bit before what we read this morning. And when, when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this, he says, in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, this cup which is poured out for you is a new covenant in my blood. You know, today, it's a wonderful uh, opportunity that we have to renew and, and I heard some of you, I think Marcia already expressed that, that today is a special time, a special opportunity that the church of God, the people of God had to renew our covenant with Jesus Christ. Amen? And that's the purpose of the emblems that you will see in just a little bit as after we do the ordinance of humility. And today we're going to try to even kind of a new um, combined cup and the wafer that comes with it uh, to try to make things a little more effective and maybe hopefully... Uh, ease things out as we distribute them today. But the meaning behind this ritual, 
is what I want to talk to you about. Perhaps remind you what you already know, but invite you to take full advantage of what Jesus had made provision for us in this, in the emblems today. Amen? I remember my first PC, my first personal computer, right? Um, it's been a while since the little one. I think I gave it to my, some, somebody in the family that passed it down after it was done. But that computer, um, it was the first one many years ago. It used to freeze up a lot. And then, you know, towards the later years of it, uh, I don't know if you've experienced that, but I will have to more often than not, when the computer would freeze up and things went haywire and I couldn't get it to do what it wanted to do and just all of a sudden couldn't work with it anymore, I, I needed to, what do you think I had to do? Right, shut it off and what's called reboot it. Just turn it off, reset it, because by doing that, then the environment will sink and, 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 you know, the software with the hardware, and then all of a sudden things will be reset, restarted, and voila, I'm, I'm, already, I'm ready, and I could go back and do the things that I was doing, and it's like nothing had happened until then. And that doesn't happen as much anymore. Since then, I started using Mac, so <laughs> my computer. Uh, it's not an advertising for Mac. I just happen to like it, and, and it really doesn't do that as much as, as my older computer used to, but today, this is what we have in the emblems today, the opportunity, and Jesus tells us, he says this, do this in remembrance of me, and I want to turn with you, uh, I, I want to invite you again to the Gospel of John, which is one of the accounts also that we are told, John describes how this institution came about. From chapter 12 on and 13 specifically. But this is precisely what we are partaking on today. Communion is it's what Jesus has provided. Because more often than we would like to admit, we find ourselves in need of resetting our system. Amen? More often than not, we find ourselves that things go haywire, that things are not working the way we're supposed to, or even we want them to work, and somehow we find ourselves even frustrated, and Paul talks about that, that in, in, in Corinthians, that the things that I want to do, I don't do, and the things that I really don't want to do, that's what I end up doing. And so in this controversy in our own mind, in our own hearts, many times we find ourselves with a need of resetting, rebooting, and our Christian walk become stale and we freeze up and our experience is not the same and sometimes even we overload and have this experience in our lives that we walk in this place and we have our everyday Christian experience and it loses its joy, it loses its freshness and we go about the Christian life in the wrong way. We lose that joy we, lose, we don't experience that abundant life. Well, chapter 13, chapter 12 of John, I want to tell you the reason why for this is because Jesus wanted us to understand that if anything needed to be the center of our experience, that we needed to be reminded from time to time that at the center of your joy, that at the center of our Christian walk with God, our Christian experience, is the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Amen? And this sacrifice... 
he says, do this in remembrance of me because he, first of all, we will tend to forget that our focus needs to be in nothing else but what? But Jesus. And when we go haywire and we start being frustrated and our system freezes up and we don't experience the same joy, it's because we find ourselves losing sight of the center of it all. Chapter 12, and, and I'm just going to give you a little bit of the background of these uh, two chapters, and then we'll finish in Corinthians all about the institution of this, of the emblems to remind us and to, and to renew our walk with God. In chapter 12, Jesus, in the Gospel of John specifically, Jesus is trying right before he's ready to die and he's going to be apprehended and he's going to go be crucified. He tells the disciples and he's trying to get something across to them that they needed to understand the centrality of what was going to happen, the importance of the sacrifice of the Son of God for the plan of salvation. And they needed to understand it. Chapter 12, verse 32, he emphasizes, he says, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, he said, will draw all men to whom? To myself. It's as to me. And he was saying this to indicate the kind of death by which he was to die. And so... He talks about the Son of Man must be lifted up. And in that chapter, even getting to the point where he does, they experience for the last time Passover together and they get ready for that. Jesus wanted, to under, wanted them to understand, his followers, that this, what was taking place, is the fulfillment of everything, of all the prophecy of the Old Testament. That is where their salvation will hang on. That as soon as this takes place, then the salvation is a reality and that the sacrifice of the Son of God is is the center, is at the epicenter of the Christian experience of the redemption plan for you and for me. Jesus, my friends, my brothers and my sisters, He is at the center of our experience with Christ and He must remain at the center. But let's be honest. Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me. Because just like he talked about the Sabbath, we use that for Sabbath keepers, right? Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And we say that Jesus says remember because we will tend to forget. And to be honest, most of, a lot of Christendom has forgotten that it was the Sabbath day. And when he says we need to do this in remembrance, it's because also we tend to go astray. We tend to put things that are not supposed to be at the center, at the center of our Christian experience. When we need to understand that it is the sacrifice of Christ that must remain. And it's Jesus, the reason that we are here. He's the reason for our salvation. He's the purpose of our salvation. And he must remain there for each one of us. Amen? I want you to now go to 1 Corinthians. And then I'll give instructions quickly here. Because we want to make sure that this experience doesn't drag on too long, that you are able to experience it and that you don't lose focus, but that you remain focused on what's taking place here this morning. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. if you're looking through your scripture, come with me. We're even going to read this later on too, 1 Corinthians. 
chapter 11, verse 23. He reminds us, and this is Paul talking to the church in Corinthian. He says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took, betrayed, betrayed, I'm sorry, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. And again, he says, do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this, he says, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And then he says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The interpretation of St. Paul's first and second epistle to the Corinthians uh, on one of the commentaries by Lenski. He says this, he makes a com commentary about this. Every proper celebration of the Lord's Supper is a proclamation of the Lord's death. Amen? Every proper celebration of the Lord's Supper is a proclamation of the Lord's death. The words of the institution alone, in other words, when Jesus spoke those words over the bread and the cup, that did not proclaim that Christ died for us. That was said then. The entire action of the sacrament, this, what you and I are going to do today. Listen, this proclamation, this institution of when Jesus instituted the service was back then. But back then is not going to say it for you and me and for the world today. This is why when you and I rehearse this again, it's today when we engage in it that you and I proclaim anew in a new way to ourselves, to each other and to the world, the death of Christ and the meaning of it for your life, for my life, and for the world. Can you say amen to that? So this, this sacrament, this emblems, it's important to us. It must never grow old. As a matter of fact, we must, we must never flee from it. Sometimes it feels like the church empties out when we're going to do the sacraments. And I ask you, the reason for that is because we don't really understand that God has provided for us a new way, a constant way, a, a periodic way that you and I will renew our pact, a covenant with Him. And that today is today when we do this, that we proclaim the death of Jesus and new and what He means for you and for me. Amen? Our reception of His body and His blood through the earth earthly elements is a remembrance of him and at the same time our proclamation of him in particular of his death.